Greetings to you and welcome to this session of Grace Podcast. I'm Timothy Muse. I'll be your host as we join this time together today. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for making this podcast a part of your day, a part of your routine, a part of your learning system, a part of your growth. I really do appreciate that. It is by your investment, your commitment that we're able to move this podcast forward, that we're able to get this information out there and share it with others. You know, I've said many times that we are not, uh, you know, this is not proprietary information. This is information that benefits everybody when, and, and we would want everybody to be better. We want everybody better. Be- being better is not a limited commodity. Uh, my growth doesn't inhibit your growth and your growth doesn't inhibit my growth. So when I'm better, you're better. When we're better, we're all better together. That's the whole point of this. That's the whole point of personal growth. That's the whole point of expansion and maturity. That's why we do what we do in order to be better, to be better as people, to be better as systems, to be better as human beings. So thank you for investing in this. Thank you for making the investment to be better, to be better in who you are and what you bring and what you do. And thank you for um, sharing in this time. Uh, It is by your willingness to be part of this time that we're able to move forward. Uh, You know, if you weren't listening, then I would just be talking to myself and putting it out there on the internet. So thank you for listening. Thank you for paying attention. Thank you for being part of the work that we're doing here together. If this podcast is really benefiting you, if you're getting something out of it, then I certainly would encourage you to share it out there. I uh, get it out there for others to experience. Um, you know, f- uh, share it out there on your social media if you're connected to this through uh, Facebook or Instagram. You know, get it out there if you're connecting to it through one of the platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. Then give us a follow us, give us a rating and review. Love to hear what you have to say, but also love to know where you're at and 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 get it out there. When these platforms get these positive ratings and reviews, then they see that people are listening and paying attention. So by your work, by your investment, it's free. It only takes a minute. But you would be doing the podcast, but also the work a great favor. And it's true with any podcast, it's not just mine, not just this one, but any podcast you listen to, any piece of information you listen to, if it's beneficial, then share it. If you agree with it, if it helps you and it's going to help someone else, share it out there so others can experience it as well. All right. And if you want to reach out to me directly, if you want to uh, connect with me directly, then you can reach out to me through the website, uh, gracelifecoaching.com. And I will be happy to communicate with you and work with you. If you want to do some coaching, if you want to do some, um, if you've got an idea for the website, whatever, uh, or for the podcast, whatever it is, you know, reach out to me. Uh, it's my web- The website has my DM. It's got my, my cell, all the things, uh, the ways to get a hold of me. I'd love to communicate with you. I'd love to to see where you're at and and really kind of see if there's anything we can do together. That'd be really awesome. It'd be really a cool thing to be able to do. All right, so we're in part three. Um, Now, I mean, I usually don't do kind of multi-part sessions, but I have in this time. We're in part three on change. All right, so uh, why is it so hard to change? And uh, just kind of give a brief recap. You know, session one was about the... um, uh, about the, the the biology of change and what happens when we change and if if you're just tuning in uh, don't 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 bug out now you can listen to the rest of this session but I certainly would encourage you to go back and listen to uh, sessions 70 and 69 um, well 69 and 70 because uh, part one and part two you know the the, the first session on why why is it so hard to change we talked about the biology of it uh, the second session we talked about our fear I mean we're just afraid to change we're we're afraid and when we're afraid when we're uncomfortable then then we want to kind of be in balance and 
Um, you know, it really in a lot of ways talks about what we did with the brain and how the brain works with fear, but also how we understand fear and how we're taught to face fear. You know, not a lot of us are taught to see fear as a challenge or something to uh, engage, but we're really taught to see fear as something that we need to run from or turn away from. So, so that's, uh, that was, um, number two, that was the second session, part two last time. And today I want to talk about systems. I want to talk about systems because, you know, when we talk about why is it so hard to change, why is it so difficult to change? One of the things that we definitely have to look at is our systems. And we live in multiple systems, all right? We really do. Um, it's important for us to understand this. We live in multiple systems. We play roles in multiple systems. Uh, we play roles in our, you know, in the system of our family origin, our parents, our grandparents, how we grew up, um, how we were trained from a youth. We play a role in our family system now, whether we're single or married, have kids, uh, grandkids, depending on where you are in life as you're listening to this. We play a role in the system around where we work or don't work, our church, if we go to church, any social club, any exercise club, whatever, we all play a role in these systems. And these systems are important. They really are. We need to understand, and, and I'm, I'm not a systems theorist, but there are many out there. Um, and it's really fascinating stuff. It really is. My wife has done a lot of training in family systems theory. And uh, and so she's got a lot, you know, she talks a lot about how family systems affect, you know, uh, systems of origin, all that kind of stuff. But it's important for us to acknowledge that systems have a role in how we understand it and how we affect change and what a system does. Because a system really doesn't like when we change okay and, and i'll start with a story uh this happened years ago in the, in the early in the early morning of my ministry back when i was first starting out in, in another state i was doing bible study every week uh which i still do now i still uh convene weekly bible study actually i convene it twice a week um but i was doing bible study and, and a woman uh was attending uh, she's a very nice woman and, and we got along very well and uh, she was visiting from another uh, faith community uh, and uh, she would you know, come to church and she would uh, go to Bible study. Uh, and, and this was going on for a while. And she's very much a supporter of me, a very strong supporter of me, very strong supporter of the ministry. Well, I was having lunch with um, this woman's uh, past, the pastor of this woman's faith community. Um, and he had asked me, he said, you know, I heard that so-and-so's, you know, coming to your church, coming to your Bible study. How's that going? And I said, you know, she, she's really great. She's really nice. She's really a supporter. And he was really kind of shocked to hear this because that's not who she was in the system he worked in. And she had been for many years um, uh, outspoken and antagonist. And, and again, and, and, and not a, I don't want to sound critical because that's not the point. Uh, but the point was that she didn't want to be that anymore. But the system that she lived in wouldn't allow her to be anything else. She had to leave the system in order to be someone else. You see, the systems we live in, uh, all of those systems, family, work, home, uh, origin systems, social systems, clubs, all that, wherever we engage on a regular basis, we're part of that system. And being part of that system, we have expectations within that system. We really do. Every system that we live in has expectations and the system comes to acknowledge and accept who we are within that uh, expectational boundary. Um, let, let me give you let me give you a, an example that, that, that maybe, um, you know, maybe you can relate to. So 
you know, a child uh, grows up and the child is quiet and uh, astute and learning. So the system learns, the family system learns that this child of all the children, they're going to be the ones that they need very little attention, very little energy. They're going to be self-sufficient. They're going to be smart. They're going to go somewhere. But then they change course and they want to become athletic. Well, there's nothing inherently wrong with being athletic. Athletic is actually something that is praised by many. So, so they're going to be athletic, but, but the system wants them to remain as astute and educational. So the system is going to push them away from this change, even if it's going to be a positive change. Uh, because the system has grown comfortable with where that person is within the system. All right. Every system that we engage in, whether it's a good or a bad system, whether it's a, a powerful system, a healthy system, an unhealthy system, every system we engage in, it, it creates an identity for us. And in that identity for us, in that identity within the system, uh, we are expected to act a certain way. And when we don't act that certain way, well, then the system wants us to be back into that certain way. The system wants us to act in a certain way. And that certain way, that, that means the system will continue to push us back into that system, in, into that way of being, into that way. So the system doesn't want us to change. The system doesn't encourage us to change. The systems we live in actually become very comfortable with who we are, even if it's unhealthy. It doesn't matter because the system is comfortable and comfort trumps health. That's an important concept to realize is that Comfort trumps health, okay? And in all levels, comfort trumps health. But when we start talking about systems, a system will desire to be comfortable over healthy. And I think we can look back through, you know, corporate identities and the rise and the fall of businesses and families and see that the system around it desired comfort over health. The, the, the system desired to be comfortable over being healthy. Uh, even our bodies desire comfort over health. Uh, what we eat, how we exercise, how we don't exercise, all of that. You know, the system requires comfort over health. It, it will almost mandate comfort over health. So when we're talking about systems, any system that we live in is going to, is going to want us to be comfortable over healthy. So they're going to want us to stay the same because the system has become used to us living in that same way or bringing that same thing. The system doesn't want us to change because when we change, the system has to change and the system doesn't want to change. It, it never does. It's comfortable. Whether it's healthy or not, it doesn't matter. The system doesn't want to change. So the system itself, whatever system it is, whether it's a small system or a big system, a corporate identity, a family system, a relationship with a friend, how we interact with people at the coffee shop, you know, what we build these these systemic interactions when we do something over and over again. When I walk into the coffee shop, everybody knows what I want and how I want it. Okay, so it's prepared for me. But if I want to change, well, then it kind of sets the system on edge a little bit because, well, how do we deal with this? How do we deal with them wanting something different? Uh, the system doesn't really know how to deal with that. Now, I mean, a coffee shop example, the coffee shop, they figure it out, they move on. Bob's your uncle. But when we get into bigger systems like families or relationships, then it's harder. Then it's harder to um, then it's harder to a shift and it's harder to adjust and it's harder harder to deal with. So 
Um, when we change, the system becomes unbalanced and the system desires to be in balance. It desires to be in comfort. So it will try to keep us from changing and it will make it harder for us to change. Um, so, so, so how do we do this? Okay. So that's, that's kind of the symptom. So how do we overcome it? I mean, does, are we just, you know, stuck with the fact that, you know, we live in systems that don't want change? No, no, of course not. But we need to understand and we need to grasp the fact that there's going to be pushback. There's going to be pushback. The, the first thing is, is we need to prepare for pushback. Okay. We need to prepare that the system is going to push back to some degree. The system will, will want comfort. So it will push back to some degree. And it, depending on the support of the system, the, the entrenchment of the system, maybe it'll only be a little bit of pushback. Maybe it'll be a lot of pushback, but the system will push back. It always does. That is the role of the system because it wants to be comfortable. It wants to be in balance. And so when, when, a, when a part of the system wants to change, it will put the system out of balance. It will push back. Okay. So you just need to be prepared for that. You need to be prepared for that. You need to be prepared that even if it's a good change, the system will always push back. So you need to first be prepared for pushback. Okay. So when you're prepared for pushback, talk it out. Okay. Be clear with this system as to why you're making the change that you're making. And some systems, some systems may be more open to having a conversation again, you know, family systems or um, things of that nature, uh, relationships, you can talk it out. And oftentimes, if you can show, if you can show that this change will be positive for the system. So, so talk it out, be clear with the system as to why you're doing it. All right. So be prepared for pushback. Um, talk it out uh, and, and, and show the system why you're changing and show the system the positive benefits, the positive outcome for changing. Um, and then allow the system to, you know, kind of adjust to that and see in and of itself the wisdom behind the change. See in and of itself the wisdom behind the growth or the addition. But, but it's going to take time. Okay, so you have to be prepared for pushback and you have to be prepared to have a little bit of patience. I mean, change is hard enough. And so when you have a system around you that doesn't want you to change because it's uncomfortable, it's going to take time and it's going to take patience. So be prepared for that. I mean, I think that's one of the biggest things is we want to be prepared for because when we get the pushback, we don't want to be like, well, why am I getting pushback? What's the deal? No, we want to be prepared for it. Be prepared for pushback. So be prepared to talk it out. Be very clear with yourself why you're making the change so that you can articulate it with the system. That doesn't mean that the system is going to accept it. It just means that you've been clear with it. And part of it is you can set boundaries within the system. Okay, so so let me give you a, a, an example. Okay, um, an example of, of, of a, just a, a kind of a benign example. And this did not happen to me, but I'll just throw it out there. So, um, you know, I want to change my eating habits by not eating potato chips at night before I go to bed. Okay, uh, I don't do that. And, and uh, so but I don't, I don't want to eat potato chips before I get up. So that's the change. That's what I want to do. So I sit down. And I talk with my wife who sits next to me and I say, you know, this is a change I want to make. Well, she likes to eat potato chips. too. Again, this is hypothetical. She likes to eat potato chips, too. So now for me to change, it's going to require a portion of change for her. OK, so I would ask that she would put the potato chip bag on the other side of her out of my reach. OK, um, that would be that would be the boundary that I would set. That would be what I would ask. Now, 
again, it's rather benign, but it would it would require her and the whole system we have around eating potato chips at night before we go to bed to change. And 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 you know the system may be acquiescent to it and open to it, and she puts a bag of potato chips on the other side, um, and and that's the end of it. But it may be that no, she likes the bag of potato chips on the other side, and she won't change. Well, then my boundary is you know I'm setting my boundary, and if I can't change within the system, then there's the possibility that I may have to remove myself from the system, and that's the other point is, you know if you if you show the positive impact on the system, if you show the positive impact to change and the system won't acquiesce or give in any, then you may have to bolt from the system or you may have to bolt from the circumstance. In that circumstance, you know, in that time frame when when my wife would be eating potato chips on the couch, again, she doesn't, I'm, I'm using this as an example, a hypothetical example. Um, well, then I would have, then it would be, it would, it would be important for me to leave that time while the potato chip bag is open, okay, to bolt from that moment. I'm going to leave now and I'll come back when you're done eating potato chips. Because if, if, if I stay here, I'm going to wind up eating potato chips. I, I, I need that outside um, support, you see. So when we talk about change, when we talk about any kind of change, um, we have to understand how that change will affect the systems around us, how it will affect the people around us, but and how those people interact within the system. OK, it will be important to understand that when we look to change the system, we have to prepare the system to change and it will still push back. Uh, so that will take some energy and, and it will make it more difficult until the system comes into balance with the new incarnation of the individual, the new incarnation of you. So as you're looking to change, um, you may find yourself you know, may, it, it's harder because the system around you doesn't want you to change because the system has become very comfortable with who you are um, as a person. So I hope this is helpful for you. I really do. I hope this is helpful to understand. And, and maybe, maybe as I'm talking about it, maybe you can see it. Maybe you can see places in your life. It's like, wow, okay, you know, that makes sense. I mean, I've talked to people who, you know, who are, are smokers and living in a house with smokers and they want to quit smoking, but it's really, really difficult because they, because everybody on the house, every, everybody else in the house is smoking. Uh, and they don't, you know, and, and so they, they're residing in a house where they're trying to change their behavior pattern where everybody else is committing that behavior pattern or, or, or drinking or, or watching TV or scrolling on the phone or whatever, whatever you want to put in there. Um, because the system has become comfortable with where each individual is within the system. When one individual looks to change within the system, the system is unbalanced and the, the system wants comfort over health um, as, and our body wants comfort over health. Uh, as a system. So when that change is occurring, that's when we see this, um, this, the systemic pushback. I um, mean, we have to be prepared for that. We have to be prepared. The system around us is going to want us to stay the same. Uh, and we have to be prepared to explain maybe two, three times. And there's a part of us. I mean, if the change is big enough and, and the behavior is, is, is terrible enough, there may be a part of us that needs to bolt. That, that we need to remove ourselves from the system. Uh, then some ways that can be pretty easy, um, like someone who's struggling with uh, overcoming alcohol, not going to the bar anymore. Um, in some ways it can be a lot more difficult if the, if the system is intimate, if it's familial, or if, it's, um, if you're depending on it for work life. Uh, so, but, but still, I mean, if, if, if changing within the system could possibly cause, um, you know, could, could possibly cause you to... Um, you know, have issue, then maybe you need to be prepared to bolt from the system itself. 
Uh, so, all right, that's what I got for you today. I hope this is helpful. I hope this is uh, helpful in, in giving you a little bit of understanding why it's so hard to change. As always, follow us um, and uh, give us a rating and review if you're on one of the platforms. Uh, if you're on social media, share us, uh, share it out there, tag me in it, love to see where you're at. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, you can do, through, do so through the website, gracelifecoaching.com. And as always, at Grace Life Coaching, we want you to be the best you.